field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's caught the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there, Bear fans. All right, we're coming off of an actual an actual win. Yeah, it was actually a 29-3 town, trouncing. I almost said trouncing, and that's not really a word. Trouncing of the New York Giants, which are much more of a train wreck, believe it or not, than we are. Yes, um, completely. Uh, and let's talk about the game a little bit here, and then we'll get into other things. Twenty-nine to three is your final. Uh, Ro- Robert Quinn sets the se- single season sack record, eighteen sacks now. That Bre- was awesome, breaking uh, Richard Dent's nineteen eighty four record. Yeah, you know, um, I thought it was kind of a class act that Matt Nagy. Even though I don't say a lot of things about him that are good, I'm going to say this one thing. He called a timeout right after that to allow uh, the appreciation of the fans uh, toward Quinn. I thought that was a, a class move on his part. Yeah, let, uh, not much to talk about about the game. Um, honestly, uh, offense looked pretty pathetic. Uh, yeah, it yeah, anemic maybe more of the word. Uh, I mean. Granted, granted, we got two scores. One score was within you know eighteen seconds when um, Travis Gibson was unblocked, came through, got Glennon, and um, uh, I think Nichols picked it up, took it to the you know what was it four or five yard line, and 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 Montgomery was in within eighteen seconds. So um, you know that was a real quick score. Then we got a we got a couple of real quick turnovers, which. Um, put us up 14 nothing, which doesn't hurt, but both of them were really led by the defense. Yeah, and it, it, it's a real shot at how bad Ryan Pace has been. Uh, Mike Glennon had a god-awful performance in this one. Oh, he did. Mike Glennon, like, listen to this stat line. Four for 11, 24 yards, two INTs, and a fumble. Yeah. It, it was two fumbles, right? Two fumbles. two fumbles. So he turned the ball over yeah. four times. Yeah, we had we had two sacks and four takeaways. We, we gave that guy twenty six million. No, we had four sacks and four takeaways. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. The, I know the it, point. Yeah, we gave that guy twenty six yeah, million. Yeah, it's it's pretty unbelievable. We gave that kind of quarterback that much money. Just it hurts to think of it. It really does. Thank you, thank you, Ryan. We we appreciate the. Uh, $26 million donation to a quarterback of that caliber. We will think of you often. Yeah, and then... Not know, in the ways you think of. Andy Dalton also didn't play great. Eight for 35, 173 yards in a TD. Can, can I just say one thing, Tyler? With Andy Dalton, it, 
it, it really shows the importance of having a good quarterback. And I know that's not news to any Bears fans, but think if Andy Dalton were still with the Cincinnati Bengals, would have Jamar Chase gone for 256 yards and three TDs the other day no. if Andy Dalton were throwing the ball? No, he wouldn't even come mm, close. No. And, and, and it just shows a great young quarterback like Joe Burrow can literally take your team and move it to the next level. And, and I'm not saying Justin Fields is not that guy. I'm just saying we consistently continue to get Glennons and Daltons and people like this. We, that's got to stop. It's just got to stop. Yeah. No. I, w- I was really hoping, were you disappointed, Ty, that some of the young guys didn't get in there to see what we have on the team? That brings up Curtis's point. Now, I was DMing with Curtis, and I don't want to misquote him, so I will read him forba- for, for verbatim. Ver- verbatim? Verbatim. Uh, hold on, let me get to it. But he kind of said stuff along the similar lines. I, mean, um, I felt that way. I don't know what I don't know what he said, but I'm, uh, I'm pins he, and needles I, to hear it. He also he also thought that Allen Robinson pushed the guy into position to intercept the ball. He said two things. First, I don't even I didn't even realize Allen Robinson was in the game until just now when they said his name out loud. Secondly, do you to you? Did it look like Allen Robinson just pushed the guy into the position to intercept the ball? I'm going to be honest. I must have missed that one. I just saw the interception, and I didn't think anything of it. I didn't look at if he was pushed, if he pushed into him or not. I And I, I know I feel bad for that, but I really don't know. No, I, I don't either, Ty. I mean, that's news to me that what he said, I wasn't apparently looking that good. Now, I do agree totally with Curtis that I didn't even recognize Robinson was in the game up until that point. I really didn't. Um, so I, I'm with with Curtis on that. The other part, I, I'm not sure of. I, Curtis, pretty savvy guy. So if he said that that happened, I would I would be one to take his word for it. Um, and then his last point was the game. Well, he sent me something else, and we'll get into that okay. later. Uh, the game yesterday was a perfect example for why. Of why for Nagy weeks ago, I think he meant fire there, but it, mm-hmm. look, it's Instagram. I do this all the time. Uh, Nagy is doing his own thing because he doesn't care about the future of the franchise and is putting his own people out there instead of the rookies in order to show the league he deserves another chance. Spot on. That's where I was coming there from. There is no reason for any player that would be in the team next year to be on the field at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, this games like this, when your coach, he's a, he's a lame duck coach, just like a lame duck politician. They're going out, you know, he's gone. Um, the people he put in the game the other day were his people and they weren't the young guys. From my perspective, I'm in total agreement with Curtis. They weren't the young guys that you normally see put out there. Hey, you know, we got a couple games left. Let's see what we got in some of these guys. Let's put them into a real game environment, see what we have. Um, Don't think we really did that. No, and, you know, on top of that, it just, I mean, it's like an avalanche of shit. Like, I'm just going to be frank because that's the only way I know how to be. And it just continues to pile up. Um, Jay Feely said something during the 
Jay Feely was the ultimate um, fence sitter. He was appealing to the fans, but then going back to corporate, right? But what Jay Feely said, said he said that they sat down with the coaches, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, sat down with the coach, Matt Nagy, and Nagy said the reason Justin Fields wasn't progressing is because he thought Andy Dalton was going to be his starter. He did not anticipate them getting someone like Fields. And then Feely went on to say that that's just a sign of a bad coach. He said he said that's poor coaching, but I interpret we know what he's trying to say. He goes, "You have the whole offseason and you don't come up with anything to surround this kid. You come up with this is my game plan, this is who I want, this is what we are." And it's it, it, it's it, it's the it's the classic example of someone having a plan that suits them but doesn't suit the players on the team. Correct. Yeah, and 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 you know who the master of, of that is is Bill Belichick. I may not care for Bill at times in terms of some of the stuff he does, but Bill knows his scheme and he knows the people that need to be in those positions to play that scheme well. Nagy's just almost the opposite of a Belichick. He's got a... No, he is. He's the exact opposite. You fit me. I don't fit you. Exactly, Ty. That's the way I feel about it. He keeps trying to slam a square peg in a round hole. Over and over and over again. And then he scratches his head like, I don't know what's working. Well, you know, duh. What's... What's working? What's not? What's not working is your plan because right. you don't right. you don't look at the players and go, wait a second, do I have the got the right guy for my scheme? Instead, you just try to force it in there. We we've seen that with the tight ends. We've even seen it a little bit, quite honestly, with the running back position. I really believe we have. Let's can we dive into this a little bit? David Montgomery did not do too good. He had tw- what, what do you have? Twenty two carries for sixty four yards, I do believe. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I have I, it right what, here. Okay, he has twenty two carries, sixty four yards, two TDs. At this point, I've seen enough David Montgomery, and I, I don't want to see any more. Um, they, they say we underutilize him. I don't know. I and I know I'm going to get backlash for this. I don't think we do. I think who we're underutilizing is I like the way Herbert runs. I haven't seen enough. Now, the sample size, I want to be very clear. The sample size on Herbert is very, very little. But the sample size I got, I wanted to see more. And this is where I'm with Curtis and his statements earlier. If, If David Montgomery is so valuable to this team, why is he out there? He can let's see what else we have. And I know that there's I understand for the people out there screaming at me, well, there's incentives. They have incentives to hit. And they get bonus money for those incentives. I understand that and I and I don't know all the incentives, okay? I don't I haven't looked everyone's contract up and down to figure out what's what. You know, that's on me. Maybe next year yeah. I'll do a better job of that. All I'm trying to say is why not see more of that sample size? Because the thing with David Montgomery that drives me insane, and we talked about this, he's not Matt Forte. Matt Forte would do the jump cut, and he glided. It was effortless. When you watch Montgomery do it, he stops, and then he goes. Mm -hmm. 
With Forte, it was fluid. Right. It was almost one motion that he that he did the jump cut as one motion, and then off he went. I agree totally. Well, here's the other thing, Tyler. I just feel, I feel like, totally but I just feel like it slows him down. Yeah. Like he gets caught. He, he does. He does. And I, I think a couple times he gets caught behind the lines because behind the line of scrimmage because other people know that jump cut is coming. And but they, he's not. He's not the big. He's not the big game no. runner. Like he he averages three point eight yards a carry, and he's thirty eight. So even yeah, even with I don't mean to cut you off, but even with a sample size, look at what Khalil did against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was went over a hundred yards against a Bucks defense that was keeping a lot of people. He to, was the first one. Yeah, it was no, the first he was one. the first one. Yeah. No one went no, before him. Exactly. They they were they were keeping people to sixty seventy five yards a game until Khalil went up against them and got over 100 yards against that kind of defense. So even with such a small sample size, I think Khalil needs to get more looks. But here's the thing, right? Herbert only Herbert got the ball twice. He went for 9 yards. He averaged 4.5. Again, sample size is too small. His long was 7. I don't understand the 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 the, the stuff with David Montgomery where everyone's like that's the guy that's our guy because dude yesterday against the Giants you only got 64 yards you averaged 2.9 a carry and you had a long run of 10 yeah and people have been putting up well over 100 yards against them pretty consistently I mean 22 carries yeah yeah so you know it, it just fits right into what Curtis has said and what you and I've been saying all along and that is once again, we've got to we've got to get the young guys out there. You got to see who you have for the coming year. Maybe that's why Nagy didn't do it, right? He's not. He knows he's not going to be there for the coming year. He doesn't care. Um, there's been a lot said about loyalty. Nagy has a lot of loyalty with some of the current players. Supposedly, I don't know what that real relationship is that's like. A lie. So maybe maybe he's like okay maybe in his contract Montgomery needs another fifty yards so put him out there and and maybe that helps. I mean, he's him. not going to come. Get that. But he's not going to. I mean, I doubt it because I I would think an incentive would be a thousand. You know, to get over a thousand, he only has seven hundred and seventy seven. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, I was just you know no, speculating. I, but I was just throwing that out. Yeah, there. like yeah. I don't think yeah. Nagy's that smart, and yeah. I don't think Nagy gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. Again. We talked about it earlier. We'll talk about it again. Square peg, round, round hole. hole. Yeah, never works. He's not paying attention to their what's in their contracts and what's not. Yeah. He doesn't really give a shit. He acted like he gave a shit with Robert Quinn. He didn't really give a shit. Like, I get he took the time out to celebrate, but I just don't buy it. I, I feel like he was told to do that. I, I That's what I feel like. You know when someone apologizes to you and you're like, oh, well, someone told you to apologize to me. You don't actually really mean this. Yeah. That's how I feel like Nagy's coaching is. Like, oh, I got to put in Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, I guess I got to put him in because upper management said I got to put him in. Right. As opposed to this is what's best for your franchise. This and is what's team. best for the team. So, yeah, it's not a team first approach. It doesn't feel that hasn't felt like a team first approach. Um, also, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus, um, but I have heard uh, people say, you know, that they're, they're a little sick of Allen Robinson, that he already quit and stuff like that. This one's tricky for me because I understand where they're coming from, but 
I also really, really feel bad for Allen Robinson because he was held to the franchise. He was basically held hostage. This just shows you what someone will do when they don't want to be there. Yeah. He didn't want to be a bear this year, guys. Uh, he went to Pace. Their agents were fighting back and forth. Pace franchise tagged him. I get that we want to see more, right? Like, we want him to be more. And I get the level of people saying, well, he needs to be more professional. But at the same time, he feels, well, I shouldn't say, I don't know how he feels. I would feel, if I were him, that Ryan Pace took money out of my pocket. That I could have got a bigger deal one last, because he's he's on his one last big deal, and he might have passed it now. Well, yeah, I... I mean, what other wide receiver can do what he's done with the quarterbacks he's had? And that's what everyone's saying, that he needs to go somewhere else and get a shot somewhere else. I, I, I get that. that. That's a logical statement. We still really don't know what we have in Justin Fields. We don't know if Justin Fields next year could, could throw him open for 1,300 yards. We don't know that. We don't. We don't know because we don't have an offense. Yeah. We don't have an offensive mind. We don't have an offensive coordinator. We don't have an offense. I yeah. mean, that's just. So So here's the other thing, too. I, I just want to say this in Allen Robinson's defense. Um, he had COVID this year. And, and unlike most misinformation that's out there, COVID's a real thing. And um, he, there have been solid reports that he's had difficulty breathing. He's had all kinds of, yeah, he's, he's had all kinds of lung issues. He's had all kinds of chronic headaches that have, that have gone with, with COVID, having COVID. And I think he's really struggled from, from that point forward. Not that he was happy before, but I think he's physically really been struggling. Yeah. I was just speaking to the point of the contract dispute that happened at the beginning of the yeah, year. And yeah. I, I honestly, and this is me. I'm, I, I've said this before. I'm more pro player than I ever am pro management pro owner. I'm pro player. And I, I don't like the franchise tag. I think it's horseshit. Um, I've, I, we brought this up before, but the, the Steelers ran Le- Le'Veon's career into the ground. He never got a big contract. He thought he was doing the right thing by sitting out a season and ended up to just destroy his career. Yeah. Completely yeah. destroyed his career. And I get where people can blame that on Le'Veon, but you shouldn't be able to franchise tag a player three times in a row without giving yeah. him a big deal. You shouldn't even, in my opinion, you shouldn't even be able to do it once because then this goes into the whole debate, right? Where people get mad because players don't honor their contract. Well, the fucking ownership and the GMs are screwing them just as much. Yeah. It's I, it's a two-way I, street here, it, people. It, it is. The only, a, it's but, a mutual thing. But the only difference is, guess what? That player, he doesn't get the longevity that a GM or an owner is going to have. That owner is going to be making money for years and years and years and years. That player is trying to get his money now. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm like you. I'm, I'm pro player. And... Players have a very short window. If you look at the average NFL career, I think the average NFL career is two and a half years. That's an average. Yeah. It's, so, it's very, very, so very short. Even, even if you've got a really, I mean, Brady is 
Brady's two standard deviations off the mean. I mean, you know, no, there's no one, there's it's, hardly it's, anyone. It's, it's, like you know, every, it's like everything he does. It's, exactly. It's, he sets, it's, he sets it's, a new yeah, precedent for it, it. Yeah. So he's at one end of the spectrum. The rookies who come in and are only here for a year are at the other end of the spectrum. But two and a half years, about, about where you're at in the NFL. And many people are in the NFL for five to six years that, that play. But you got to get your money. And I'm... I don't like the franchise tag at all. I think what it does, it allows management to say, we're really glad we've got you, but we're not going to pay you. Yes, exactly. Um, That's a little, we kind of like. Yeah, we kind of got off, but you, you know, it does fit for the Bears because, I mean, we're coming into one of the most critical rebuilding years we've seen in a long time. I mean, we're, we really are. We're I coming mean, into. Since six years ago. Yeah, since six, well, yeah. I mean, it's... Well, you know, uh, if you're a Bear uh, fan, six years can feel like an eternity. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I think you're kind of overdoing it there. I don't think it's that crucial. I think it's... <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... I think it's nuts. I, I did... Um, so, let's talk about some other things, okay? All right. Let's talk about the coach and, and that. I did hear an interesting point today that I wanted to bring up to you. And I kind of like it. A lot of people are saying, Ron Rivera, the game has passed him by, but Ron Rivera would be great in a front office. Hmm. And they and I saw a link on an article today linking him, and I, I, I can't find it. I tried. But linking him to John Probabilities. And they didn't say the Bears. They weren't linking him to. They were just saying he played there. Possibly, you know, they're basically we're linking him with like every single team who is getting rid of their GM. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I never thought of Ron Rivera in that way till you just mentioned it. But or I not could, even a GM. Yep. Maybe he takes Ted Thompson's job. Well, that's I, you and took, actually you, does something. You actually tur- took the words right out of my mouth. What, what, what if Thompson's out and what if he's in? That'd be that, amazing. That that might not be a bad thing at all. Right now. Another thing that Curtis brought up, and he brought this up a while ago, and I've forgotten about it, so I want to bring it up now. He wants we, um, me and him see differently in this one, and that's okay. That's what this program's for. We're mm-hmm. not all going to see eye to eye. He wants a culture guy in a head coach because he believes that the culture stays and that the you know that they can find offensive coordinators and stuff. And I wanted a more offensive-minded coach. I'm, I just, I really like the aspect of the offense stays with the head coach, like the McVeighs, the Shanahan's, you know, the people, like even Lafleur. I mean, that's pretty much all Rogers. But you that like Andy Reid, like we we the same names we can yeah. constantly bring up because, like. Think about it with Andy Reid and Shanahan and McVay. Their offensive coordinator is just a a, a position, a, a paycheck, a slot holder. You know, and that's what I like because that can't go away. I get where he's coming from with the culture, and the reason I bring the culture up is because I want to ask you about this. There has been an article, and they are linking the Chicago Bears to go after Jim Hardball. Mm. I'm not sure for what reason for a head coach for a head coach. 
I I can see the history there of going after him, but but I don't I don't I guess I don't see him as head coach material. I, I love it. You do you? You you don't remember how bad the Niners were and how quick. What do you think his record was? I know it off the top of my head. Uh, I don't I don't remember it. But you remember how bad they were, and instantly in a year he changed that entire team around. Remember how bad he beat the Green Bay with Colin Kaepernick? Oh, I Twice. do remember that. I do remember that game. Yeah. How about this yeah, for a head rem- coach record before he got fired? Forty-four, nineteen, and one. Ooh, with, with one Ooh, Super Mr. Bowl. Kitzel. Well, I, I may need to rethink. You, I every, need to- everyone is thinking of him as a college coach. And yeah, in college, it I is do. not. That's exactly how and I think it, about him. And in college, it is not working out. Would you say Nick Saban's a bad coach? No, you would not. No, I'm no. just going to answer that for you. Yeah. No, you would not. No. But he was bad in the pros. Yeah. Yeah. I think hardball and the way his style is and the way his coaching is more to the pros than it is not. They also linked us with John Harbaugh. They also linked us with Sean Payton. I mean, um, let me get the article. Kurt, yeah. Shout out to Curtis. I feel yeah. like he's a third member of this podcast. He is. He, yeah, seriously. Um, he's the one that uh, sent me a link. Can you can you read that from there? I'm yeah, not, I can. It says uh, the Jim Harbaugh. No, no, no. The, the, who, who wrote it? Oh, uh, Chicago Sports News. Yeah, sorry, I can't. Just full transparency, people, I'm having a contact situation, and I can't see worth a shit, unless it's right up to my face, and the letters were very big, so I couldn't make it out. I thought Dad could do it. So I will be taking Tyler's favorite sports pictures off his wall today, and he will never know I did it. Yeah, so... So, yeah, they, they, they did that, and it was just... I like I like the I like where they're going with that. Like Sean Payton, I, I, I I'm a fan I, of Sean Payton. I man. would love Sean Payton the most. A, I, that that's that's who. That, when again, you said that's all, the offense. That's yeah, the offense. Exactly. When 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 you said all those other names, I didn't get excited. I I think you've got a really good point about Harbaugh, but Sean Payton to me is uh, it, really one of those offensive gurus and maybe the word guru is is used a little bit too much in the NFL but he's really one of those guys that kind of takes offenses to a whole nother level and he's he's proven that even when he doesn't have um Drew Brees in there even when he's had to go to other quarterbacks who miss necessarily um weren't that great he's still proven the ability to make adjustments and win with people that um, I think would be almost impossible for others to win with. So I, I think he's, I'm not saying he's got the same coaching um, personality of, of a guy like Harbaugh. I think they're, they're very, very different in that regard, but I think the acumen to bring in a good offensive guy. And why can't we have both? Here's, here's my question to you and Curtis. Why can't we have a guy who like Sean Payton who brings in a good offense? And also, I think Sean Payton provided a pretty good culture. Why can't we have a guy like him? Because they're rare and few and far between. I think Sean Payton's one of those guys. But can you get him? Well, can yeah. Lure him out? Well, that's, that, that, will be the, that will be the real question. Now, I want to bring this up again because we continue to forget about this. You can trade for head coaches. Yeah, you can. You can. Why don't we explore this option? I think 
if you're a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Why not go to sh- the Saints, ask if they're interested. They said, yeah, but it's up to Sean. Then you can work it through there. But that way, I think the course, we've seen this before with great coaches. This kind of reminds me of Andy Reid. Do the Eagles win a Super Bowl without with 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 Andy Reid? Do they they if they kept him? And I don't think they do. I think it was a good scenery change, and sometimes you need that. I think it helped both of them. Andy ended up getting his later down the road. The Eagles ended up getting theirs. But I think if you ask both of them, they would just say, "You know what? It was time." Yeah, yeah. No, I it, see where you're just, coming it from. Just it just was wasn't time. working. Yeah. It was time, but. I feel like that might be the case for Sean Payton. Yeah, I th- I think, you know, Sean lost his, his Drew Brees. That was the quarterback that he kind of built a lot of his offense around. Um, now, Drew wasn't necessarily a runner. Drew was what I call a pure pocket passer. I think, but, but I, I, think, I, I think Sean Payton, it would be interesting to know what Sean Payton thinks of. You're thinking, you, you would think. Justin. But think about what he's doing with Taysom Hill. Yeah, I know. I know. I, it would just be interesting to know what does Sean Payton think of Justin Fields. And the thing, because that's that's going to be the bait that either kind of helps propel you a little bit or... Well, or, here's you know. th- but here's the thing, though, right? I know what you're saying, and I know what people are going, well, Taysom Hill's not... Taysom Hill can't throw like Fields. That's just... that yeah. That is yeah. what it is. I, I don't know. I don't know what he would do. But my question to you is, would you be okay getting a big-name head coach and then that big-name head coach not being okay with Fields and wanting to bring in their own guy? I would. I would, too. I would. I, I mean, I, would. I, I, know, because I, it, know, I know how that sounds, right? It, it sounds... We still, we still don't know anything about yeah. Fields, but to me... That is that principle that we've been talking about. Keep going after we, the big fish. We, if you okay, for instance, if you think you got your guy, but you still don't know, what's the harm of drafting another guy? If there's none, because I mean, look at the look at our first round picks that Ryan Pace has pissed away. Oh yeah, absolutely. Has it, has it hurt us? Yes and no. And I'm going to defend Ryan here a little bit. No, in the aspect of. The coaching sucks, but but you know what? To to be fair, you hired that coach. Yeah, you did. So my whole thing though is it's not all about first round picks. We've had this talk before. First round picks don't always pan out. Okay, they, we've done this, and that's why I said, brought up the whole kicker scenario. Listen, first round picks are often more about marketing. How was know, the player exactly. marketed? And that's what I'm saying, right? Like we brought up the kicker thing. Okay, that's fine. But if we w- but oftentimes, yeah, the, we brought up the kicker thing, but the, the other real well, issue... Well, no, sorry, yeah. you were just stalling for me. So I brought up the kicker scenario, right? Well, let's bring up this scenario once again, what we thought Pace would do, what we thought Ryan Pace would be, and that's clearly start drafting quarterbacks. If you don't know that you don't have the guy, like, like okay, for Tannehill, seven years Miami didn't know who they had. Guess what? For seven years, you could have been drafting his replacement. Instead, you know what you did? You sat on your ass, and then and then you made the worst mistake of all. You went out and you got an injury-prone Alabama quarterback. So 
one of the most dangerous things a coach or GM can ever do is you have to have a vision, but you have to have flexibility in the details of how you arrive there. And what, what I mean about that is we all know that head coaches are tied to great quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay? Let's not kid ourselves, gang. In the NFL, if Sean Payton is sitting there, and let's say he was interested in the Chicago job, the first thing Sean Payton's going to say is, I don't know if I've got my answer in Justin Fields or not, but you have to, if you hire me, you have to give me the flexibility of hiring additional or putting together additional quarterbacks that can feed into that because but, I'm hold, not, hold on, I'm hold not on. hitching I'm gonna, my hold, wagon to Justin Fields. Hold on, I'm going to stop you right there. That's not the most important part. The most important part is to get a GM who will be on that same page with that head coach, you can't have well, yeah, a head coach. Yeah, no, that that's that, that, that goes without saying. But does it? Because Chicago doesn't seem to understand that. Yeah. Because right now we have a head GM who overrides the head coach at every single step of the way, and they and are look, n- and look what that's done. They are not working as a cohesive unit. But you said, "Oh, that goes without saying." Nobody, I'm sorry, <laughs> Dad. It does not I, go without saying. I I, w- I will I will reframe. You caught <laughs> me. You caught me. I'll reframe it this way. In smart and knowledgeable and and well coached and well managed franchises, it goes without saying. We're not smart, we're not well coached, and we're not uh, in in good managed organization right now. No, we're really so, not. This so is yeah, a- it goes without saying for those organizations is what I was trying to say. But here's here's the deal though. You know this job could look kind of attractive to another coach coming in. How does we're it, not, well, we're not well, let me, the let me ask you. Let me ask you. Are. Let me yeah. switch it. Okay. How does it not look attractive? Um I think you just I, I, answered it right there, right? Yeah, Cuz Yeah, I I I, 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 I was, thought the same thing. Think about it. You're the third largest market okay. in the US. You're behind you're behind New York. And L.A. and then near Chicago, you are the third largest. It's a big city. You 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 have everything there you want other than the winter. But guess what? You're gonna get winter in New York too. So to me, right? I don't understand. You have a a young quarterback. Whether you like him or not, who knows? The defense isn't too far off. You can work with that. There's pieces there to mold around. Roquan being one of them. If I'm a head coach, let me ask you a question, right? Okay. I know you were about to ask me one, yeah. but I want to say this. What, what would you rather go to? Like, I would rather go to Chicago than New York. I would go to Chicago over Minnesota. And I'm not just saying that. The reason Minnesota is because Minnesota, you don't have a quarterback. The, this could be the end of Zimmer and Cousins. Zimmer for sure. Easily. Who knows with Cousins? So I'm looking around the league. Do you want Jacksonville? No, I think Jacksonville's even a bigger train wreck than um, the Giants. Yeah, but look I, who we're comparing yeah. the open slots yeah. to. So maybe it's just well, us and our bias. I don't know, but I'm looking at Chicago going, it's not that bad. Yeah. No, it's not that bad. Let, let, me, let me ask you a question, too. The one I w- wanted to ask you as long as we're on this. You may say that this is an impossibility, but I've learned with the Bears that nothing is impossible. No, God. Okay? I so, already don't like the. I don't want to answer the question. <laughs> I don't like... It starts off so, like that. Yeah, it's starting off like this. 
What about this scenario? <laughs> oh, you asked God. me what what's a scenario that I could see that I wouldn't That's want that job. That's all for this week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the scenario. You're Sean Payton, and they say, Sean, we're bringing you in, but we're keeping Ryan Pace as the GM for one year. Because we, because we know you guys have worked together. I was going to say, that's the problem. He would go for that. Uh-huh. That's why I'm bringing it up. What do you think of that? I don't think it'd work. I think it'd be a disaster. And let me tell you why. It's because I think they would... What would they give him then? Another year? Yeah. yeah I'm just throwing it out there. So you think Sean Payton's going to let the kid, a little kid at the time, who he saw go through the organization, bully him? Because that's what Ryan Pace is. Ryan Pace is an absolute bully. So you're going to tell – Ryan Pace is going to tell Sean Payton who he's drafting like he did with Fox. Who knows what he's been doing with Nagy because Nagy seems like he's just happy to be there. Yeah, Nagy seems a little bit like clay in Pace's hands. Exactly. But, but, so, But so, Sean Payton's not. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, throw, I mean, Sean, I'm throwing out the idea, man. And I'm, I'm giving you the answer. Yeah. Sean, this is the same guy who hates the uh, – the commissioner of the NFL, which makes me want him even more. <laughs> that makes him very. Remember likeable. when he they he was he wore the uh, bar stool Roger Goodell. Yeah, condos. I remember that. Yeah, he wore it <laughs> under his shirt. I mean, that's <laughs> that was pretty cool. That, that that's someone who you want yeah. right there, right? Well, like he, Sean Payton has his. He's not a guy that um, just blows with the wind. He's got he's got a real rudder to him Do and we, a real course. And I like that about him. Do do we... Hmm, let me rephrase this. By taking the so-called safe approach and getting a big-name coach, is that more safety and less risk? Or do we go out and we get a young gun and maybe go off, you know, no safety net, but maybe a higher ceiling? Well, I tell you what. We went after a GM that was a young gun by the name of Ryan Pace. But this is different. This is yeah. completely different. I, We're not doing I, GMs I, right now. Yeah. We're doing so, head coaches. And head coaches, we've already talked about a few who have moved around and won Super Bowls in other parts. That's why I'm asking so, you. So here, and I'm going to give you my answer. I, I look at head coaches in terms of, yes, you can find a Shanahan. You can find... Um, some young, really good head coaches. Um, they're far and few between, I think, out there. Um, you're taking you're taking a real gamble that you're going to hit more of the lottery on a young head coach, and maybe you're. That depends on the interviewing skills of the new GM. Well, it depends no, on no, a no, lot no, of no, things. No, it doesn't. I'm going to be honest. You really, you really think th so? Yeah, don't I don't. I don't think an interview gives a damn. I don't. I, what good does an interview do? Well, I, I think it. I, I think it speaks to some of what Curtis talks about. Is you can get an idea of the kind of culture. Two words. That that two that words. Person, what Bruce Arians? He walked out of there and he thought he had the job. He said that was the best interview he ever. He said that went better than the Bucks one did. So what gives? Yeah. I, I'm 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 looking I, at I'm, it, but yeah. I'm showing you that I don't think it matters. Yeah. So, I don't know what the Bears are doing. I don't think it matters because if a guy, if a guy in the league who's been in the league that long, who is coming off winning Coach of the Year for a coach who was sick, and he comes away going, 
He said he got a realtor to start looking in the housing market. And we passed for Nagy. Yeah, yeah. Well, but Arians wasn't Arians wasn't an unknown factor. I mean, he's not a new coach like you're you're talking. He about. would have been a newer head coach. He would have been a new head coach, but he wasn't new to the league. He wasn't new to yeah. People but that, who know but, him. but again, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I. You know, then what does the interview here, have the, to do with here, anything? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I think your question to me. Is do we go with a big name like Sean Payton, or we do do we take our chances? No, it, with it's a, clear. It's this: Do we go with the big name, and that's our safety net, right? You can always fall behind a Sean Payton or a Jim Harbaugh, uh, you know, uh, coaches who have been or won a Super Bowl, or do you take a risk with like a Kellen Moore type who has? The hot prospect name who's never been a head coach, but who seems to have a really good offense. And there's no safety. See, now, you, now you made it real difficult for me because I love Kellen Moore. Because I was going to say I would go with the sure thing, the Sean Paytons of the world, the, the big, big name but coach. But I really could, like. You could strike gold and have the, the Shanahan or the McVeigh. You, you can't. Or and, you grab your pay. There's a third option now. Or you reach down deep and you grab your inner sanctum. Watch, watch about what you say now. Watch watch your yeah, words I here. I said sanctum. Your inner, your spirit. You grab your spirit. All right, right. All right. I'm grabbing it. And you trade for Shanahan. Ooh. Oh, you, I love Shanahan. Why not unload some pieces? Because to me, goodbye. I'm fine getting rid of Khalil. I'm fine getting rid of whoever. You know why? Because we have the we have the the piece now, and that's the head coach. That's yeah. the piece, right? That's the head coach. Now, hypothetically, this is all hypothetical. If we did do that, there could be a little bit of a problem because obviously Shanahan did pass on Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah he he clearly passed on him. But here's the deal: he passed on him. But there's a lot of players you pass on. I mean, yeah, but he that's was a just pretty, one of that's many. That's a pretty big one. Yeah. Yep. And so yep, that 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 would be an interesting kind of marriage right there. Would there be a player that you would say is off the table for a Shanahan train? Hypothetically. No. no. Agreed. No. No. No player. I didn't have to think about that long. No. I, I don't care. No. I multiple I'd, I'd get rid of multiples. Listen, Shanahan has a formula that no matter where he's gone, he's proven works time and time and time again. He he's valued by the organization. He's valued by the players. He's he's one of those guys like Sean Payton that has a nice balance of culture and is able to fit personnel really really well. Look what he's done with Debo. I mean, yeah. come on, yeah, that's a that's a great example of a guy that you started out as a wide receiver taken in the in one of the later look, rounds, and look. now he's. Now he's this versatile tool that's a running back, a wide receiver. But what's more important, too, is look what he does with his key players. Absolutely. Look how he works in Kittle on the tight end. Yeah. I mean, mean, you you look at that organization and you got to go, yeah, yeah, he's he's doing the right things. He's doing them consistently. Um, So that's a hard one, Ty, because I love love the offensive coordinator of Dallas. I don't think it's an easy pick. I love the... But the trade's easy. The trade is. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Oh, man. I struggle with that. I mean, come on. 
if we got Sean Payton or Shanahan or or, okay, or, me, or the offensive coordinator, you wouldn't kick any of them out. No, but let's go back to the Shanahan thing. The Dallas offensive coordinators. Who, who's that? Kellen Tom, Moore. Kellen Moore. Yeah. So with Shanahan, yeah. How many first round picks would you draw the line at? I wouldn't go over two. I would. You wouldn't go three. I'd go four. Whoa! I'd go four. You'd have to wait till draft day to do it. I'd go four. Yeah. Wow. That means we wouldn't have a pick until first round pick until when? I mean, I don't know. I'd have to do the math, but that's I'm I I kind of think I'm fine with that. Oh man, I'm not so sure I'm fine with that. I I see I see where you're coming. Like you're you're pushing you're pushing all your chips in to the to because, the center of but the that table. Co- that coach is the future. You you can get free agents. You can you mm-hmm. can get workarounds. You you see what I'm saying? I see exactly what you're saying. I just have I I we I think I, we overvalue these first round picks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, and that's probably exactly what I'm doing because I'm thinking, okay, we basically that would take us out out to of about, out of out of Pace's six years. How many first round picks has he hit on? Well, yeah, that's Pace, you know. But that what's the difference? He's been there six years, and now we're cleaning house. That's my point. I'd give up four years for a lifetime of Shanahan. Mm-hmm. The guy's yeah. a freaking genius. Yeah, He's, there's he no continues doubt about it. to win with shitty teams. He does. He does. San Francisco is a shitty team. They're missing the quarterback. Yeah, they're missing that piece. I don't know if Trey Lance is that piece. And he look, he could miss. He could have missed on on him completely. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I still love him as a head coach. I do, I do too. I mean, I mean, he's one of those guys that you look at him and you and you go. How does he do it? How does he do it with all these running backs? I mean, you know, it, it's amazing what he gets done. It it truly is. I, I'm I I don't know about I don't know about the four picks, first round picks, and I probably unlike you, I'm probably overvaluing those picks. Um, I can see your point. I, it just makes me uncomfortable. But maybe maybe that's where you have to go. Maybe you have to be the kind of gambler that throws all the chips in the middle of the table and says, you know what? I'm all in. I'm all in to get the guy I want. Well, and here's another scenario. Like, you brought up the question. You posed that question back to me. The safety net, the trade, or the no safety net. I like the aspect of... If we're going to go safety net, we go with an offensive minded like a Sean Payton. Yeah. But if we, but if you tell me, and oh, this is going to be controversial, if you say between Hardball and Kellen Moore, I think I lean Kellen Moore to take that risk. I absolutely lean Kellen Moore. But Hardball would get you a disciplined culture, and he, he would get you on the straight and narrow. But I'm wondering with Hardball if he could find an offensive coordinator that could. And I think he could. But, I, I mean, because remember, the 49ers were electric with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So I think he could. But to me, and this might be speak to my inner gambler, I like that shiny thing that I don't know is going to be f- a false gold. Like, basically, I'm seeing gold in Kellen Moore. And I don't know if it's false gold or real gold. 
And I'm kind of leaning towards I want to take a shot on that than with the, the, the piece of gold I already know I have. Well, also, also remember what you have to leverage to get Harbaugh is very different than what you have to leverage to get uh, more. Well, with I don't know if the Bears could pull off Harbaugh. Uh, he just, I mean, let's be honest. He just got walloped by Georgia in the finals, but man, they're building something mm-hmm. and he's Mich- he's Michigan through and through. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I think for that- him, it's a quality of life issue. Probably. Seriously. I don't know if it's that. Um, you don't think so? I think he's, I think he's all in with Michigan. I don't. I don't. I think he'd return to the NFL. I think the timing's bad. I think if this was yeah. last year, we could have got him. You're right. Right. I think what happened now is now you're seeing recruits switch. They're they're gonna do through the transfer portal now. They're they're gonna they saw what Michigan could do. Michigan was the first unranked team to go number two. Yeah. Um the start of the season off unranked. Like he's good. He's a good coach. He's not. I don't think he's as good in college as he will be in the pros, but I, I just think the timing's all off. I think now that he's two, it, it really affects us in a negative way because now, okay, now he can build. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I think he's off the table. I, so I don't know if you, you know, we talk about trading though. Again, you know, what about John? You trade for John. Yeah. I mean, all of those are possibilities. Let's let's back up here. So we know some of the clubs we're absolutely competing against. We're competing against um, the Raiders. We're competing against the Jaguars. Um, what about uh, uh, Denver's head coach? Vic is gone, right? I don't, don't, I don't know. I think he's gone. I, I don't think, think so. I I. I, I will bet you money that he's gone. So you're you're looking you're looking at that head coach. Uh, Nagy's gone. So there's four teams. I don't um, think Vic's Zimmer's gone. gone. There's there's five. So what I see is five, five head coaching people for sure. Name the teams: Jaguars, Raiders, Bears. Um, Raiders is uh, Raiders is iffy. Yeah, um, if they play, they're in. That, yeah. the Zimmer, he, Rich Kasikia could get another. Yeah. So Denver, add Denver, add um, Minnesota Vikings and us. And the Giants. No, the Giants are keeping Judge. Get out of here! No, they're not. They are. They no, are they're not. They absolutely Bullshit. are. They've already announced it. Did Dude. you miss that? Did Joe you, Judge. Did you miss the fact that they're firing Gettleman? Yeah. So so a new GM is going to come in yes, and yes. no he's not. Yes, they, they That doesn't matter. That's bullshit reassurance. I guarantee I will bet money right now new GM by Joe Judge guaranteed. They Hey, listen. You no, 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 no. Stop cuz you can't do that. You're not going to do that. I, it's I'm bullshit. Telling you, no, I'm it's telling you what the, what's been said. What's no, been said no, is, no, 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 no. That is not uh, dude, this is what you do. You don't you don't think Man, with this stuff, you're not going to No GM in the world is going to come in and say, hey, the, when the owner says, guess what, guys, we're also retaining our quarterback and our head coach. No. What's the point? What's the point of being a GM? You're set up for failure already. And you're starting to see that by teams. You know, Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. 
He declined to, yeah, to interview yeah. for the Jaguars. Yeah, I know. That's why That's why so I think stop. the Giants there's are such no a mess. Way. There is no way the Giants, there's no way. There's no way they keep Joe Judge. Mark my words. Gone. Okay. As soon as they get a GM, he'll have his walking papers. You owe me a steak dinner then, and I owe you one if they don't. That's fine. All right. I mean, cause we'll go there. We're going there. There's no way. No chance in hell that works out. All right. I'll, I'll enjoy that steak. I why let me ask you why you think you're so confident? Um, because they announced it and the, the the owners have never gone back on their word. <laughs> no, it's not it's not that at all. It's that everything coming out of that camp and the people who know that camp and know the people around them are all saying the same thing that that Joe Judge is getting another year and that uh, uh, Daniel Jones is coming back. End of story. No, no. Yeah. So, so what GM is going to go in there and say, Hey, you have all control of all personnel, except your head coach and your quarterback. No, dude, you're done. God, you know what? How, how like you're, I should make you get by me a tomahawk steak <laughs> and I'll grill it up. Those big ass ones are like $75. Hey, that they, Hey, hey. Hey, let's go for it, man. Let's go for it. Yeah, that is the dumbest bet you've ever made. <laughs> we'll see. If you, this is absolutely we'll, absurd. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, bud. No, I mean, that is, I can't even, that that was almost as bad as your, uh, you want to fill in the people on what you said about Derek Carr yesterday? I was pissed at Derek Carr yesterday. I was really pissed at him until he pulled the game out. Part of part of my being pissed off. No, no, I have no, to be no, 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 no! Stop, stop, and tell uh, the people your hot take. This is I just want to clarify. This is all right. The, you're putting me on the spot. Son. This is the worst hot take I, I have ever I, heard in my entire life. I, I want to say that I said this out of anger, and part of it was that my one of my fantasy players was not doing mm-hmm. well. I was in the championship game, which, by the way, I did win. Um, you forgot to tell them that I won our championship league. In fantasy, oh but um, other than that, I was really pissed at. Look at, at all the Raiders. On. Look at all these disclaimers <laughs> leading up to the take. Go ahead. Okay, t- I I went and opened my big mouth and said that uh, I didn't like Derek Carr as a quarterback, and I thought, did I say that Tua was even Let better than just him? Say it. You said <laughs> you would take Tua over Derek yeah, Carr. Yeah, after I did. you started the day shit talking to it in the living room going well, god yeah. he's awful yeah well that's what i did take i did in my own defense i did take tennessee's defense against miami and that worked out very very well fun fact about my dad <clears throat> he is very blind when it comes to sports if his fantasy players are in it i after am, that I, I resemble that remark after that he has a clear level head <laughs> you really do yeah. you think clearly but in the moment when you have a little I, bit of your whiskey I, and you're sitting there and you you listen, get so high I, I get, over the I, dumbest stuff, I, I get passionate about things and I, I especially get passionate about fantasy football and sometimes I take it a little over the top and I lose perspective. I'm I resemble everything Tyler has said. He it fits me to a T and yes, on occasion I do make statements like I made. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I, I am completely I'm completely guilty uh, as charged. All right, before we get out of here, let's talk about their next game. Uh, Minnesota's home favorites. They're favored by 3 points. It's at Minnesota. 
Kirk Cousins will be back. They just came off a, you know what? They just came off of a, we're going to switch gears. We'll get back to the game. They just came off a beating. And how bad does this fucking, I didn't want to bring this up, but we have to. Time and time and time again, we see this. The Thank you, Dallas Cowboys, for absolutely nothing. All you had to do was keep winning. Now, since you lost to Arizona Cardinals, and now that Aaron Rodgers went out and whooped the shit out of the Vikings, guess what, guys? Drum roll, please. He gets to sit. Thank you. He gets to sit for two weeks. Yeah. He gets the first round by. He'll be resting that toe. It is the worst. Make him play Detroit. Make <laughs> Seriously. Like, that's all the Cowboys had to do. If the Cowboys win, he has to play Detroit because the Cowboys hold the tiebreaker. Instead, the Packers, who catch somehow every year, they get the luckiest fucking breaks in all the league. All of a sudden, you know, let, let's talk about this, this just horseshit rule in the NFL now, okay? You want to explain to me how someone can test positive for COVID? Four days ago, and they're like, eh, he can still play. Because that's what Carson Wentz did. Pretty sure. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. But I'm pretty sure he still had COVID. And he's unvaccinated out there. Aaron Rodgers gets no time for... And yeah, I am bitter about this, by the way. If I sound bitter, it's because I am. Gets no time. We talked about that. And Antonio Brown gets suspended. Aaron Rodgers gets no time. It's the same damn offense. And then they luck out on top of that. And now Kurt Cousins, another unvaccinated, not saying that that, you know, a lot of vaccinated players are still getting it, but it just pisses me off because obviously they're going to have it in their system longer. The point being is they fucking luck out again. I'm not saying Kurt Cousins could have won that game. I'm saying Kurt Cousins could have made it a fight, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, God it, damn it. It would have at least been competitive. Anyone that saw the game last night with, with Minion um, knows completely it just wasn't even competitive. But it's at, every time, yeah. Dad, every yeah. lucky break. Yeah. I mean, they get two Hall of Famers back-to-back in the draft. It, it, it does really seem like the Packers... Uh, just continue to get one good thing happen to them after another. Even, yeah. Do they get to the Super Bowl? As a Bear fan, I, I don't want to see the Packers. No, no, no. I'm not saying as a Bear fan, yeah. do they? I don't I know th- if they do. I think they get to the NFC Championship game. I think they get there. I mean... I- whether, they, whether they win the NFC, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But I think I think they get there. What team do you think can knock him out? In the NFC. Dang, because I have to think so long, this may be bad. Yeah, this is this is not going well this, right now. No. <laughs> That's bad. I, I may have to take back what I just said, gang. Um, nope, you're doubting one man. You're doubting the goat. Ah, he, he did it once before. Big Tom. I'm not. You can't rule him out. Yeah, I don't know can. if he can. I know they barely beat the Jets, but dude, it's it's Tom Brady. Until I see him lose, until I see him retired, and even then, I'm probably still not going to believe it. He could be 90 and say, you know what? I might have one more game left in me, and I'm going to believe him. Yeah. So until that day comes, yeah, there we go. I got to write I, Tom hey, Brady. I'm with you. I couldn't think of. I, I couldn't think of who who would. But as soon as you said that name, I'm immediately on board. Um, yeah, uh, terrific, Tom. 
He he could do it, and he could do it at. It's got to. It's going to have to go through Green yeah, Bay. It has to. Yeah. So and Tom, Tom's you, played in cold weather. New England beat him last year in Green Bay in mm-hmm. the NFC Championship. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know if it'll be a repeat, Pete, or not, because I don't. I, we don't know where teams are going to play each other yeah. in the second round. Well, we started all of this with you know, kind of we were going to play Minnesota and what's going to happen with us. Yeah, no, we're going to get there. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't know who where the everything's going to go, but you want to go there, let's go there. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, we've kind of owned Minnesota, so I think we really have a chance to to end the game. What do you want to go out win. on? I want to go out on a loss, quite honestly. I because, do too, because so just because just just I don't want the worst case scenarios. I don't want even the media picking up on. See there, the Bears did a turnaround. Um, the The last three games of the year, they they came back and and won those three games. It shows you that we're on a new course uh, for next year. Uh, you know, I think it's a, a case to hold on to the current regime that we have. I I do not want to hear that. That's absolute BS. I'm afraid that that BS would get out there and pick up steam, and um, don't want it. Don't want it. <laughs> But can we win that game? Yes, it's a winnable game. Very much a winnable game for us. Yeah, I I think we need to go out on a um a loss and uh I really I really do, man. I really do. Um as bear fans, um we're going to end this a little different this week. Um we I mean I think everyone in the community knows who Jeff Dickerson is and unfortunately he lost his fight with cancer and uh he passed last week before the game and um you know it's it's a bad, it it stinks cuz he leaves behind a son who they his mom lost her battle with, with cancer. cancer Caitlin so um it just, man, our hearts go and prayers go out to that family. They do. They do. I mean, I, we don't know any. We don't know them, but yeah. I don't think you have to know them to have sympathy for the situation. Yeah. I think. I think the Bears have. This is this is a good example of the Bears reaching out. I've already heard that the Bears have been reaching out to the family to um, see what they can do to 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 be of help. Um, um, they did set up a GoFundMe. His yeah. son's name is Parker. Yeah, uh, they did raise over a million dollars for him, so that's good. That that warms yeah. the heart. It does. Shout it does. out Pat O'Donnell. He yeah. wore uh, Jeff Dickerson gear before the that game. That was awesome. That was awesome. and that was really cool. You know, I, I of course we never met Jeff Dickerson, but everything no. we ever everything we've heard about him. But if you're is a class act, but if you're a Bears fan, you yeah. know you've, you've seen yeah. articles of I, him. Absolutely. I mean, he and then to die. At, I he died at 44. Yeah, and to, yeah, and, it, and it, to be that young and leave a son behind that's 11 year old. Yeah. We, I just felt like, yeah. you know, as a bears podcast, yeah. you know, a guy who's done way more than we ever have. Yeah. So if that, that if I mean, that, yeah, yeah, I just, we got to give him a shout out Ab- and absolutely. Is it, is it a GoFundMe page? Is it still, yeah, available I don't for, think it's still, ava- to, I don't okay. think it's still available, but okay. it just says, yeah, that they raised I, over a million dollars. Um, for his family, so yeah. on that on that same note, Tyler, uh, uh, I think on December twenty eighth, we we not only lost him, but we also lost John Madden. 
That's, who, yes. who was a incredible uh, trailblazer for the NFL. I don't think the NFL would be what it is today without John Madden. Um, I, I don't mean to get off Jeff Dickerson, but no, I no, think no. they both died on the on, on December twenty eighth, and um, I, I, I no, they I, didn't. They they were they they oh, were they didn't. I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay, I thought pre- they, I, I could be I wrong. Did, I might have misspoke. But the here. bottom but the bottom line is that um, uh, we lost John Madden too, and and he he just like I said, he was a wonderful guy. I mean, who didn't love? John Madden's um, taking the pen. And Man, I'm sorry. I misspoke earlier. He was 43. Uh, lost his bout to colon cancer. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't know I think, when they died. I, think every, I, don't, I, think, I, don't, I don't know when they died. I don't think that's really yeah. important. I, I Yeah. I, th- I think the important thing is, is Madden made football fun. He made life fun. Um, he made being around him was fun. Um, I think he's he's a legend in football. I, I hope we don't ever forget both. Jeff and John. All right. That's all for this week. Remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.